0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Mentors. Today, we are continuing our interview with Michelle Kwok. Last we left off, Michelle gave us one of the various reasons she created Flick. Let's jump back in. Yeah, I think that story is fascinating. Just the fact that you really took initiative and you went out of your way and made those connections, because I think that's where a lot of people get stuck, too. You know, oh, well, I don't know anybody. I don't know anybody. Well, you Well, you took the time to say, now I know who they are. And because I know who they are, I'm going to reach out to them, right? Um, Something that I do is I like, I connect through other connections. I'll be like, hey, do you know someone that I could talk to? Or hey, do you know another amazing person that I could reference? Or um, when it comes to new LinkedIn connections, I'll be like, hey, I saw uh, my friend posted this about you. I want to talk to you about some things. I think it'd be really fun. And usually you'll get a response because you either know who they are or you know someone who knows them, right? So it's, yeah. like, it's always a big trust thing. And I love that you took initiative and did that. What I'm really curious is about is that how did you get into this entrepreneurial program, this accelerator program? Did you walk in saying, "I have a business idea," because it sounded like you created the business idea there? Did you walk in saying, "I don't know what's going to happen. I want to see what like I want to see what goes down," or did you say, "Hey, I have an initial idea that I want to test out"?
1: Oh, this is crazy. So I I actually entered that program with a different co-founder. Uh, we it was the co-founder that we were working on the marketing agency together in Vancouver and. So we did go in with, like, an idea. For me, uh, I think that being wrapped up in the program and then working on Flick, I found so much more purpose in what I was doing with Flick at the time. Not that there wasn't purpose in what we were doing, but I think that the purpose with Flick really resonated with me so much more. What we were working on was very, like, marketing-based, and I felt like I needed that, like, drive for impact. Um, and so in June, the, the the program started in May. We were working on this marketing idea until about June when um Flick kind of started. It was a side hustle at the time. I was like, I don't know what this is gonna be. I'm still working on this marketing thing. My my eventual co-founder, Ravina, was actually working on something completely different as well with another co-founder. And it was literally serendipitous. It wasn't meant to be. We had never planned any of it. We went to the program thinking. We are these entrepreneurs. We're going to create something. Everyone's creating something separately, and it was just by accident we were roomed together. We had this idea. This idea ended up gaining a lot of traction with people. I still didn't know what it was until the end of the program when we kind of decided to maybe pivot, but we hadn't really decided if we were going to. Um, but it was that drive for wanting to create something new, for wanting to create something that was different and had resonated with my life past so far. And it's so resonated with her as well, that we completely dropped everything. And we were like, we're going to do this. We talked to our co-founders. They were really, really supportive. Um, And that, that guy, Sam Park, I I, honestly, best guy ever. I would never be here without him. He's created another company now, which is a, like a TikTok media company. Um, It's called joy box. Shout out to joy (laughs) box. But we we both ended up finding something else that we loved even more um and so what i learned from that was go, by the book for the book every single time this is my plan you can't plan anything uh i i'm so that person that plans everything because when i was six years old i thought i was gonna go to harvard you know like i was like i'm gonna go to harvard medical school that is the plan and that obviously changed a lot along the way Uh, And even and every single time I really, really tried to plan my life, it didn't end up working out. And that's just okay. That doesn't mean that is a bad thing. I honestly am much happier than I've ever been in my entire life. So it was it was a crazy journey. And I wouldn't say that we planned any of it or came into it that, with this particular idea, but we did have to come into it with some sort of idea to really get like the entrepreneurial juices flowing or whatever. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely very lucky for how it all panned out.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. You know, just listening to all of it in general, as much as you did try to plan Everything just came your way in such a serendipitous way, like you were saying. And I absolutely love that in terms of – and you got to reach out and talk to amazing people. I know um, a couple minutes ago you were saying, hey, we like we were talking to Erin Huffington. We were talking to Michelle Obama at one point and everyone was really loving our idea. How did you end up getting in connections with these people, like either through that email or other ways? And then I also really want to talk about the mutual benefit you guys bring Um from flick the mutual benefit you guys bring from um not only the mentors but the mentees i absolutely love it like you guys' model is so different from every other
1: platform Oh I've man okay uh, the very very beginning it was just cold email outreach we had no idea who these people were they didn't know who we were like we had no connection to them whatsoever we had just admired them from afar <laughs> and we some people we would just follow them on Instagram, continue to engage with all of their content, um, reply to their stories, repost their content. And then we would Instagram DM them so that they would kind of have our, our names at the back of their mind being like, we've been following you for so long. We would love to just get 30 minutes to chat with you. We'll We'll give you video content for free. We can come in and out. It'll be really quick. We're just doing this amazing five chapters interview that we're going to be showing to a lot of, future young innovators, and they're going to be just like you, they're going to be change makers. Um, and really having them resonate on like a mission aligned status being like, you know, that you really needed mentors growing up and you can be a mentor and scale that mentorship through our interviews. And it was just the way that we framed it, I guess, that people would say yes. Um, similarly via email, we would send that cold email. We, we tried out so many cold emails and finally hit something or it was just like, Every single one, we personalized every single one. There wasn't one singular template. There were, obviously there was a template to tell them who we were and what we were doing, but we personalized every single one and did the research prior. We were like, these are the things that you did that were amazing. I read this article, this is a quote from the article that really resonated with me. Um, love to talk to you more about this and this is what we do. So we would spend hours and hours like researching people. We literally had like two people constantly researching and two people writing emails um to these people and it was really just like what i've been always saying just like it's about framing it's about personalization it's about how you can find that baseline and give them value Um, so that's how we got in contact with these people for the michelle obama thing i honestly don't even know how we got that i i applied for this i applied for this like media pass <laughs> and same thing i would put the same types of like wording i think it was just the copy that was great and how we were mission aligned for female founders and i i i really uh connected the conference's goals the conference wanted their speakers to be over 50% female and i and i connected their goals with our mission um and then i i listed all the other women that we had interviewed in the past and i don't know things just kind of came into place we got to, we got to interview the editor in chief of glamour magazine there uh like the co-founder of Fetcher i and they have like 300 employees worldwide like just so many cool people there and we were nobody we were probably the most nobodies of anybody there um and and then after we got a few of those interviews, like the editor in chief of Glamour magazine literally told us, "I turned down seven interviews to do yours because I loved your mission," um, and I I think that gave us a little bit more push. And then they invited us to cover Michelle Obama's talk, and also we got to cover Sofia Amoruso's talk from Girl Boss. Um, yeah, it was crazy. And oh, and and Jelly Sud, who's the CEO of Vimeo. Um, yeah, it was it was pretty nuts. And after after that we were like, this is something. Let's let's just like dig in. And I think for me and my co-founder both, there's just no way but to see this through.
0: Hey, this is Ava here to give you a quick intermission and to let you know that there is a free resource article titled Adaptation and Saying Yes, How Michelle Kwok Found Her Opportunities, which is an expansion from this episode here. You can find the link in the podcast bio below or go to mentorsmedia.com to check it out. All right, back to the interview. Yeah, how were you able to go up to those locations? Because again, like at that time, I don't know how much money you had in your pocket, but being a college student, you don't usually have much. Did like did people sponsor you? Did people have you out there? How did that work? Um, did yeah, we locations? would occasionally
1: get sponsored. So we started getting like uh, sponsors on a newsletter and stuff like that. We would literally just couch hop with friends. Like if there was an opportunity, like I said, we would say yes to every opportunity. We'd find a way to get there. Um, we never. We never got accommodation sponsored, so we would always be couch hopping with friends. I, I literally like, slept on the floor at least like four times throughout trips. Um, it was definitely whatever makes it work, we're going to do that. Uh, and we had money from grants. We are still getting grant money now. And, and we had some money from like, Next36, our previous accelerator as well. So yeah, we would just make it work.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It,
0: yeah. Is that where you found your whole team at Next36? Because you have a team of
1: really, really amazing people. How did you find them? And how Honestly, did you Honestly, we're so lucky. They came to us. Uh, when we first launched, we just kept getting DMs from a bunch of people. And um, at the end of the day, like, doesn't matter who you are. It just matters like who's passionate about what you're doing. And who is really going to work their hardest. Like, I don't care what school people went to, if they went to school, um, what their degree was. Like, that would be so hypocritical of me. (laughs) Um, I care about, like, at the end of the day, what your vision is, do your visions align, do your values align, and are you going to work hard to make this happen? Like, is this part of you? Um, And even though my co-founder and I are technically the founders of the company, it is not ours. Like it is a collective effort and we would not be able to be here without all those people who had reached out to us. And when we talked to those people, we realized who really was in and who there were some people who wanted to be part of it. But I think maybe some people like wanted to be part of it and put it on their resume. But like, for us, it was like, does this mission align with you so much that you feel the need that you need to work on this on, all your free time like this is you're going to be getting equity in this business at the end of the day i want everybody who has been with us from the beginning to get equity in the business because it would not be where it is without them and so it would be us investing in them just as much as they're investing in us and there has to be an equality of balance there so i think it was really having those conversations with those people being very clear my co-founder wrote out all the roles and responsibilities for everybody we have meetings like every other week on Sundays to check in with everybody. Everybody talks about their wins in the Slack group. Like we're really a collective. um, And Flick is everyone's company. Like everybody who resonates with us, it is theirs. And these are the people that I felt, that we both felt were going to drive that mission forward even more and want to amplify it more. Um, It's really a gut feeling. I think we really went on intuition and we're super, super lucky because all of them have been so amazing. Yeah, it
0: definitely sounds like that. And I love that. And I love the, what you just said about how this is everybody's, you know, yes, I, I, you know, got the wheels rolling on this thing, but it's everyone's mission and they will get equity and it's, and, I, you know, just the purpose drive that you have and the fact that you're allowing it, allowing it to be everyone's and you're not solely taking ownership in a selfish way is so oh my gosh it's just very freeing you know what I mean in a culture yeah. that's very um hey this is mine this is mine I want to let you know that I did this and this is mine the fact that you're just letting it be free just shows you know shows your maturity shows that you're truly about this mission and what you want out of it <laughs> and I oh my gosh I could talk to you for days I really could but unfortunately I have to say I'm so sorry but unfortunately we're starting the round of time you know where can everyone find you where can everyone find your teammates um, your well work, please your definitely
1: check us out at we are Flick. Dot com it's we are and then flik.com on any social channel follow us on instagram twitter linkedin facebook is um we are flick same at we are flick or like facebook.com slash we are flick so yeah definitely reach out to our team you can find them on the we website you can find us on linkedin definitely add me on linkedin follow me on linkedin michelle Kwok k-w-o-k I definitely want to be chatting with everybody i've been trying to put my make my calendar open but it's a little bit full right now so if you follow me on linkedin and then you want to chat um i'll definitely be putting my calendar up again in the next couple months so that i can get to know a lot of different types of people even if you're not somebody who would necessarily be a part of our community i've been talking to people of all all types uh i just love to connect and get to know everyone and yeah, on Instagram you can follow me at mquox, mkwoks. M k w o k s. Is that enough plugging? I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, it's <laughs> you're so good, Michelle. Once again, well, thank, thank you so you much so for much having much. me. That was really for fun. I really enjoyed that conversation with you.
0: <laughs> Taking the time to listen to this interview series. I would love to know some of your best takeaways. You can find me easily on LinkedIn or Instagram just by searching Ava Wetrick and I'll happily get back to you and have a conversation. If you really enjoyed this episode, please feel free to leave a rating in iTunes. That act will compound in ways that I can't even imagine. As you have just found a mentor here, go out into the world and see who you
1: can be a mentor to today.